welcome to Manufacturing Tech Australia with Shane Williams and Paul Mason, where they share the latest manufacturing and tech news and explore innovative solutions to help you improve your business. Welcome to this bonus episode of Manufacturing Tech Australia. This episode was recorded live at the Manufacturing Matters Breakfast hosted by the Australian Manufacturing Growth Centre. Manufacturing Matters is a series of events being hosted in each capital city throughout Australia in October and November. We speak to Bernard Quinn, Engineering Director of Premcar, as well as AMGC Managing Director Jens Goneman and COO Kelly Godot about the future of Australian manufacturing. We trust you'll enjoy this episode. Jens, thanks for coming on the show today. Sure, pleasure. So Jens, you're from the AMGC. Tell us a little bit about what you guys do and how you support Aussie manufacturers. The Advanced Manufacturing Growth Centre is the peak body for Australian manufacturing, not because we are the biggest, but we know the most about manufacturing, which we have demonstrated in the last seven and a half years through um, the collaboration we have done with manufacturers in Australia. We have over 4,000 members, standing for over 200,000 employees, and we have done uh, 140 projects which have um, demonstrated how to transform manufacturing and transform Australia from lucky to smart. And, and today you've got everyone together, Manufacturing Matters event this morning here at the Pullman on the Park and we've got all these different people from industry and manufacturing to get together and collaborate and talk. So maybe tell us a little bit about the event today. Collaboration is something where we as islanders and take my accent aside, I'm an islander now since 10 years, uh, we are not really good about it and uh, the best manufacturers in the world are those who manufacture, where one on one is more than two. We have seen that when we looked at manufacturing competitiveness, we looked at 3,000 successful manufacturers outside Australia. The ones who collaborate, the ones who spend more on R&D are the ones who are globally competitive. And that is today also about. We want to get the best manufacturers in the room. The best must not necessarily be the, the biggest, but the smartest. We have manufacturers who employ less than 20 people but export into 80 countries. The challenge we have in Australia in general is that we have too many, too small companies. We need to help scaling them and be also informed about opportunities, what's in the pipeline to help doing that. Yeah, absolutely. And you talked a lot about the complexity index as well, didn't you? Trying to raise our capability here in the country and how we compare. We're just sort of going downhill in that rating. We have to change the trend. The economic complexity index is the point of truth. It demonstrates what a country collectively is able to make, is able to manufacture. And a high-cost country like Australia must always be better, not cheaper. We must make complex things. We need to get away from commodity extraction, but we are brilliant and we are lucky to have them, but we will not have customers for coal and oil in the next 20 years. So we need to be better in making things. Absolutely. The National Reconstruction Fund priority areas, we've got value adding and all those sorts of things as well. And that's some of the things we need to get a little bit better at and make use of our natural resources. The National Reconstruction Fund is a flagship initiative of the government, which is great. $15 billion over 10 years. It is not the instrument for the smaller manufacturers to scale because they will probably not be the first stop for the NRF for equity for loans, for guarantees. We need to also help the smaller but highly capable manufacturers in Australia to get them a leg up without putting the family home onto the line, but helping them with grant opportunities which they match 
and can advance their business and be a pipeline, a conveyor belt for the National Reconstruction Fund. Yeah, I guess to round up, Jens, if you were to give manufacturers out there and people listening a couple of tips to how they can improve the way they do things, collaborate with other businesses, what are some of the top tips you could give out? Tell what manufacturing really is. It's not a sector, it's a capability cutting across where something is being made that can be in any industry, including rocket science. So wherever something complex, exciting is being made, that is about manufacturing. And if we have a skill shortage, let's think about how we tell the story of manufacturing, how exciting it is, what we do. It's more than just a bunch of blokes standing in a hard hat and a high-vis vest on a shop floor. Yeah, totally. Excellent. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. I'm here with Bernard Quinn. We're at the Advanced Manufacturing Growth Centre's uh, Manufacturing Matters here in Melbourne. Thanks for joining us on Manufacturing no Tech worries. Australia. My pleasure, my pleasure. So one of the key topics that came up today was the power of collaboration and yeah. I guess the AMGC is talking around how they can make those connections. Mm. Thinking about the long history that Premcar's had and, and its various iterations through Ford and whatnot, yep. perhaps you could share with us a little bit about how important collaboration is in the, in the future of Premcar. I think that we might be the front of house for various projects but we're also behind the scenes a lot too but let's talk about the ones we are front of house for which is like the Nissan books that we do there's 500 parts that go into a patrol for example um, conversion all of those parts come from various different suppliers so we have to collaborate with them and bring them along for the journey in order to meet our end goal so that's one example where if we don't collaborate we're knackered yep. yeah so we've got to we've got to have those relationships we've got to have like-minded people We've got to have that ability to call on them when we really need them and when we're getting desperate, yeah. when we need something. But then if you take it look from another view, our collaboration with the AMGC, we co-invested on a project. It was all about sovereign capability. We were able to bring our automotive background into the defence sector, which I think resulted in a whole bunch of efficiencies from an engineering and manufacturing point of view. And AMGC facilitated that as well with their experience and their ability to invest. We're collaborating in everything. I think that's an interesting one. I was going to bring that up. That's that, yeah, taking that automotive expertise and taking it into new industries and that possibility. You talked yeah. a little bit about defence, was it? Yeah. Um, can you share anything about like how does that? expertise in Australia factor into the growth strategy? Yeah, 100%. One of the things that's become very apparent to me throughout my career is automotive engineering and the product development processes which support development of automotive products mm -hmm. are really at the very top of the tree in terms of their sophistication. Yeah. Automotive industry is hugely competitive. They're operating on small margins. There's new competitors coming in. The industry's changing dramatically with the electrification of fleets as well. So it's a very competitive industry and it's the people that are in it are very resilient and resourceful as a result of that. Now, we have learned to apply that same level of resourcefulness, that same organisation and efficiency around our processes into different industries like defence. And the AMGC really helped us get that project underway. The other one is in aviation as well. The conception would be that aviation product development process is way more mature, let's say, than automotive. Now, in my experience, I'd say it's flipped the other way. We were able to bring the automotive style product development processes into an aviation approach and we delivered a whole helicopter design and working prototype using that approach. And it was appreciated by our customer. And I think it's something that's getting more and more well known is that automotive product development processes are really near the pinnacle. Yep. 
I think the other thing that gets missed too is this conception that manufacturing is people who are covered in soot and dust yeah. with a hard hat working on a welder, for example, which mm. is a part of the process, but it's more, far more broader than that. Yep. You'd have a massive amount of further up the chain in terms of R&D and oh, engineering yeah. and whatnot. Yep. Perhaps you could talk about the future in terms of jobs in the market and what that looks like in, in Australia. <clears throat> yeah, sure. And, and, it, and a lot of these questions are tying together because we've, we've talked about collaboration, we've talked about um, automotive product development processes in our background and how that relates to those things. In my factory in Epping, there are highly skilled automotive engineers with honed expertise and processes that have worked in all sorts of companies, GM, Ford, Toyota working next to manufacturing people and both of their jobs are equally as important. Yep. Yep. One might be slightly higher paid than the other, but to deliver the end result, which is a flawless automotive product that can be sold through a automotive OEM dealership, we need all of those people to be working together and collaborating together and their roles are equally as important. I think you don't get that by working in silos or working outside a team environment. So that cross-functional team and the teamwork and the results that come from that is critical to our success. Absolutely. And I think that that comes back to there's macro collaboration across industries right down to between industry partners and then right down to the shop floor. and individuals, yeah. 100%. Mate, it's been fantastic having you on the show. Thanks for spending time with us. My pleasure. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. We're here with Kelly Godot, the Chief Operating Officer for AMGC. Thanks for joining us on Manufacturing Tech Australia. Thank you. Pleasure. We're at the end of the event. Um, Paul and I have just learned a whole bunch of stuff around Australian manufacturing and, and the opportunity that exists. Perhaps you could give us your perspective on where we play on a global stage and what that looks like for Australian manufacturing. It's all outside of opportunity. For me personally, I've had the opportunity to live around the world um, for over 20 years, Mm -hmm. and that's been in North America and Europe. And what I bring home to Australia is the sense of true competitiveness and a sense of adventure, meaning for our manufacturers to be successful, we need to go offshore and we need to go into those global markets where opportunities exist. In Australia, we don't really have any natural borders with other competitors. We compete against ourselves and it's usually made against mate, state against state. And the mindset that we try to bring and share is that mate down the street is actually possibly your best collaborator. And we need to work together domestically and collaborate in order to compete globally and go get that international business. Go get the slice of the 7 billion customers out there um, versus trying to compete with each other for 25 million customers. It just doesn't make any sense. We don't share those natural competitive boundaries. So let's work together and go get that business. And it seems like a fair theme of at least today has been collaboration. seems like perhaps that's the essence of what the AMGC is about? We're trying to connect the dots. And we're doing that a number of ways. We've got a membership directory online that we're encouraging manufacturers to sign up for. And that's where you get to post questions or do you have, do you know, I have this, I need that, etc. So we're trying to do that on a digital platform with our manufacturing community. But we also speak to our manufacturers monthly through our newsletter and we do events such as this. It's really important to get in a room and just share stories and talk to one another and say, what are you working on? What problems are you trying to solve? And maybe we can work together to find a solution. AMGC is that conduit to that. I think that was really well demonstrated today by some of the key panellists that were there talking about how collaboration with you guys enabled them to join the dots with 
I suppose, parallel industries or parallel technologies that enable them to really bring their products to market in a much more broader international scale. I think our panellists this morning and panellists that we're speaking with across the country, because we are doing this roadshow yes. across Australia at the moment, that why we chose these particular manufacturers is that they're Australian, yeah. but they understand the value of going offshore and finding customers overseas. But it's Australian ingenuity, it's Australian know-how, they've got a great workforce, they're attracting more people into their business because it's not just the, the dark, dirty, dangerous jobs of manufacturing, which is a very broad perception which we are trying to change. It's innovative, it's highly challenging, it's high tech as well, which is very exciting for young people. And we have to make it. Like Everything that's made in this country um, requires the new ideas of, of the workforce, so we're yeah. all for that. I found really interesting you talked about the, the seven elements of, the, of manufacturing, not just production. That's right. And the diversity that, it, that occurs in the, the, the periphery in terms of sales and R&D and so on and so forth. I think that's really fascinating. Very true. There's seven steps to manufacturing. And when I joined the organization over seven years ago, that was news to me. I always thought manufacturing was one dimensional, yeah. but it's not. It's seven steps and you start with R&D and then you go into the design mode and logistics. And then you go into distribution, sales and marketing, and then services with production really being at the center. But it's the lowest value. And that's where we're seeing a lot of the low value jobs as well not sticking around because they're getting automated and also going offshore. So we need to help the Australian population scale up, skill up into those other areas and it's absolutely possible. It's been fantastic having you on the show. Thanks very much for your time. Thank you. Cheers. Pleasure. Thanks for tuning in to Manufacturing Tech Australia with Shane and Paul. Recorded on the traditional lands of the Bunurong and Wurundjeri people. For more information, jump on the manufacturingtech.au website. Remember to hit the follow button to join us again next time as we continue to explore the intersection of manufacturing and technology.